this is Roberta Som with The Venus Factor, and I have Teresa with us. Are you there, Teresa? I'm here. Awesome. So we're going to talk about your transformation, and um, so I'm excited to talk about, about it with you. And so um, let's get started with the first question, which I always ask is, how did you find The Venus Factor? <laughs> uh, I found The Venus Factor online, and um, I remember it was, January of um, this year, so we're coming up on, on a year, but um, I was, you know, kind of going through the motions of, like, not being happy with how I was feeling and looking and just, you know, started to do some research online and um, came across the video um, that that John narrates and the story of his sister and, um her story in particular just really was compelling for me, I think because of, you know, the, the journey that she had taken and, and just, you know, the process and how long in her life she had been dealing with the issue. And it just, I don't know, their connection spoke to me. And I think I just had a moment of this is the last thing I'm going to try. I've tried so many different things. And I just sort of was like take a leap and jump off the cliff. Right, right, right. I think a lot of people feel that way, like this is this is it, I'm going to try one more thing, and they're pretty doubtful that it's going to work, but yet it, it finally does. So yeah. Exactly. That's exactly right. Yeah, so um, I'm really glad you found it, and I'm really glad um, that you're, you sound so happy, and uh, <laughs> a great job. So It's amazing, was, yeah. What was your, okay, so um, what, what workout did you do? Just the first workout, or did you so I. Doing? Yeah, so I did um, two, I would say I, I did the first 12 weeks and maybe by like the, and I and the, just the regular program. And during that first 12 weeks, I was really active on the site. And I know there was a lot of contest chatter. And it was either in a podcast or maybe it was something you had actually written where it was, you know, if this is kind of your first time, it may be worth just going through the program, not, not necessarily doing the contest right away. Make sure you, it kind of feels right. Um, and so that really helped me, actually. So that first 12 weeks, I just really focused on taking it slow and not overdoing it, like not jump, you know, there with so many things that I've done before, it's like you jump in and you're like really extreme at first and then it just your enthusiasm <laughs> trails off and it sort of burns out. So I was really focused this time to just take it slow. So I did two 12-week um, sessions, and so the second 12 weeks is when I entered the contest. Um, and so um, in terms of those first 12 weeks, I did the regular workout, and then the second 12 weeks, I did the second, like there, I can't remember what it's called. You'll have to help the me. Final with phase. Yep. The final yep. phase, yeah. Yep. And I, and I did that. I think I got almost to the very end of that um, by the time the contest was closing out. So maybe to like two to three weeks where that was sort of to wrapping up to the end of that. Right. That's perfect. That's actually perfect. Um, it's funny because when I started Venus, all we had was that first workout. I yeah. did that over and over and over. I don't even. I, <laughs> I practically had it memorized. They finally, they finally came out with the final phase, and I was like, "Oh my god, I love this!" So it's, it's the final phase is actually one of my favorite workouts ever. Yeah. So. 
And I think for me, I mean, I, what was so different, um, I mean, I, I have battled this my, really my whole life. I can remember the first time at like 11 my parents put me in the weight management program. Um, so it's been a lifelong issue. And I'm a product of like the 80s, like the late 80s, kind of early 90s, where it was like, you know, no fat and just burn through cardio, right? And it took me, obviously, the last 15 years um, even longer to kind of unwind that thinking. And for this program, it really challenged a lot of my assumptions. And that's when I said I was sort of jumping off a cliff. I just decided, I was like, I'm not going to hold on to any of those little assumptions, and I'm just going to do this all in as it's described. And for me, the weight training, um, I had done it in my life on and off, but never as focused, like three, I was very diligent and religious about it and did the three times a week um, and really didn't do any cardio. <laughs> and my goal was just get those three weight workouts in, um, and that was the commitment, and it just was amazing between that and the appropriate eating um, within within deficit and then also kind of the the eat up days and the eat, stop, eat, like doing all of those things. It just was amazing to me how well it worked, and, you know, I'm now I'm trying to think when the contest ended, but I'm, I'm, it's like it's, it's staying off, you know, it's, it's maintaining with, with not as much effort as other programs when you lose weight and you're trying to keep it off. Right, right. Yeah, and that's really the key is, I mean, most of us learned how to lose weight. I mean, you can cut out right. all those things. I mean, I'm, I had the same story as you as far as back in the, 80s and 90s yeah. and all those diets and and all the cardio and and um so I, I mean it was and then at 15 years of, <laughs> of just yo-yoing just like yeah. you until um until I finally figured this out and really it's the amount of food you know it's, yeah that's what it is of course eating healthy I mean that's like a given <laughs> but yeah. um uh it's so hard to let go of all that cardio and that that's actually hindering hindering your progress because all it does is stress out your your hormone. You know your hunger hormones just go through the roof, and and it's you can't really there's no willpower to combat that, and so people don't realize that, especially females, that that's what they're doing. They're just they're making themselves so hungry from all the intense cardio that they yeah. they can't stay on the diet, and that. <laughs> I know it's crazy. Like I did, a, I did a marathon in '97, and I mean it was a long time ago. But I was still like a hefty marathoner, you know. I mean not hefty, but, but I mean I was in good shape. But like I was like, shouldn't I look like these skinny marathon oh people? Oh my god! Exactly. And exactly. Then, oh my god! <laughs> oh, crazy. I know. I was the same way. I was. I mean, I literally I can remember running marathon after marathon going, okay, this next one I'm going to lose weight. Okay. This, and I'm gonna, <laughs> oh, my God. And it just kept going up. I'm like, what the heck is wrong yeah. with me? <gasps> and in, in that way, what has been so surprising to me is, and I, and I, enjoy, I enjoy cardio, so I don't want to, you know, I yeah, really do like exactly. it. But, but with the weight training, there's something about it for me that it, it, it's manageable. Like you do the workout and it's tough, but there's like a different 
feeling with it than with the cardio. And it almost, you can sense, if you do it long enough, you can sense the, the benefits of, for your body from one to the other. There's exactly. something about the, yeah, you can really exactly. feel it. You feel a difference. Yep, yep. I know. It was the same for me because I had focused so much on cardio and running and then waiting, lifting weights was just sort of an afterthought. Yeah, and then yeah. When I did started doing Venus, I put lifting first. And first of all, I mean, I just enjoyed the workout so much. Like, yeah, they just weren't. They're not boring because it's just different every day. Like, I can just remember when I first started the Venus workouts. I, I had them printed out, and I just take the one sheet to the gym. Yeah, and I'd like, I like, what do I get to do today? What do I like every day? Was I like, know. What do? I, and it's it like was a little like, present. <laughs> And it was it was fun. I just get into my zone and I put my music on and I do the routine. And it was like it was spelled out right there for you. It's like there's, and I still like right now. I just I make up my own workouts a lot and I do a lot of different things. But everyone like even last night I went to the gym and and just picked one workout out of the hat, kind of with the Venus yeah. folder with and and I'm like you know I just don't feel like thinking about it today. I'm just I'm just gonna pull out one of these sheets. And I just like, and it was so fun. I just put my music on and, and followed it, and it was like, oh, this is fun. I don't even have to. I just have. I don't have to think. I can just enjoy this. I'm I'm taking care of my body, and I just like love doing this. And it's <laughs> one less decision to make. You know, that's the other thing with those of us, right? Like, because I'm I work full time, and I have three boys, and it's crazy. So it was like one less decision. It was already made for me. It's just go and do it. <laughs> Um, right. And I'm totally with you on that, like, in terms of the workouts. I really liked them. I felt like, especially in the beginning, because I was pretty out of shape when I started, and I was like, I'm just, you know, I'm going to just take it easy. And the way that they progress, you can keep up with it, right? Like, it starts yeah. out, it's very manageable. So if, if you haven't worked out in a long time or you're not kind of, you know, someone that is used to weight training, like, I, it doesn't matter because you can just start at the beginning and the way that it's structured, you can you can maneuver with it. And then if you are more experienced, you can just add reps or you can add another set. Like, I think there's flexibility within it, but I loved that it was so clear. And the videos, I, I definitely in the very beginning looked at all the little videos to show you how to do it. Um so that just being able to like kind of be self manage it was great for me. Right, right. Um, yeah, and it's like even if um, so, some people listening might uh, feel like they can't even do like that first beginner workout. Like it's, it's yep. too hard. Like they can't do push-ups, and so it's really important to know that a lot of the exercises at the beginning. Uh, for one thing, you can do like if you're if you've never done anything, you can just do one set of everything. Yeah, minutes and just do that either every day or every other day, and then work your way up to where um, you can do the full workout. And then the other thing is you can, you, there's always a beginner way to do everything, like push-ups. You can do them from your knees. You can yep. do them against the wall. You can do them against the counter. Um, and so, um, and, and a lot of the, uh, for curtsy lunges, you can hang on to something while you're doing them, and you don't have to hold weights, because even just that alone can Those be... Are tough. Um, yeah can be a lot uh, without adding weight. And so er almost everything, especially all the leg exercises, can a lot of them can be done without without weights, just doing going through the motions until you get strong. I, so, yeah, I, was say, I remember doing the one leg get up, 
Um, oh, oh, yeah. oh, okay. So the first time they, I don't know how far in they, if it's like three weeks in, because I, I remember being like, what is it? Like I couldn't even do one. I couldn't. Like I was, I was laughing. It was, it was just made me laugh. Like sometimes with some of the exercises, I would try to do it, and it would almost be comical. Um, oh, because, uh, stability ball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. It's so true, and like I just, I just modified it to the point where I would felt like I was working the muscles until I could build up to. And now I'm pretty good, but I still can't go all the way down, all the way up without a little assistance from my other foot. But I'm, I'm way more progressed than I was in the beginning. Um, you know, in terms of the amount of weight I could do just with the one leg, you know, on its own. But right, those right, really right. Tough. Yeah, and so 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 you know uh, on the on the one legged get up. Okay, what makes it easier is a higher bench, ah. and then and then the lower you go, and you don't have to hold weights at all. It's never a weight. Uh, it's never right. a weight exercise. It's always the height, and so um, so the higher you the higher the the bench that you're sitting on, the easier it's going to be, and the lower down you go, is um, is what makes it harder, and so um, as you progress. Like once you get it down to where you're you're sitting at a bench where it's pretty comfortable and you can do them all very easily, then you can try to find something that's a little lower and challenge yeah. yourself some more. Yeah. And you can always do you can always do so many. Like say you had two benches, you can always do as many as you can, almost like doing a drop set with weights. Right. As many as you can on the lower weight and then go up yeah. to a higher bench. I mean for the, for the so for the one-legged get-ups, it would be a lower bench. You know, say you could do five, and then go right over to the bigger bench and do five more, or mm-hmm. how many more you can do, and then, and then do the other leg like that, or how, you know, how, or alternate legs. You can, like all the one-legged exercises, you can either do all one leg and then all the next leg, or yeah, one and then the other. And I like to switch it up like that uh, sometimes. Yeah, the yeah. one thing I would say too for people that are listening, because I do have a gym membership, but I also used my basement and I used, I had a bench and some, you know, dumbbells. Um, I did have a stability ball, um, but that saved me because sometimes the thought of having to get to the gym and manage everything else. So I set up my basement so that I could do it. And that really helped. It was like, just get yourself to the basement. (laughs) Right. right. Or your study or wherever it is in your house that you can do it. And it's like, just get yourself to that place and do the first set and then from there you can do it you know and it was just every time I just kept saying like you remember you're bought in and you're doing this and you've committed to the 12 weeks and it was just and it's over time it's become very much I really think it's become a lifestyle I don't think I'll ever go back to not like weightlifting and and now I choose that over if I have an hour that's what I do whereas before I always chose the cardio um, but now it's like, and it's, it's totally works. I mean, that's the other thing. It's like, it's hard to believe and people I know think it's like, oh, here's just another fad, but it totally works. And I'm, I'm proof of that. <laughs> right. You are proof of that. You are proof of that. You did an amazing job. And I, I, I love your dedication. Um, cause you've, I mean, I know, I know you struggled too. Because yeah. I remember, um, I remember seeing some of your posts in the forum, and I know you struggled, and so um, you just kept persevering. So, yeah. 
Yeah, the, I mean, the forum was so amazing, and I think for me, I'm a little maybe a little bit attention deficit. <laughs> so what I love about Venus is all of the different ways you can like interface with the program. So you've got the, the workouts, then you've got the forum where you can chat with people that I found to be not only hugely supportive, but it felt very like almost home. Like everyone was kind of coming from the same place. And there was no really extreme version, right? It just all felt very natural and supportive and healthy in terms of people's, you know, comments and activity in that space. Then the podcasts were awesome. So I felt like if I was feeling a little less motivated or I need an extra umph, it's, you could go to the podcast. And I mean, those are phenomenal. And I love learning about nutrition and exercise. I always have. So I was like a junkie with those. And I just, then the fitness pal, like being able to record, I, it was like the way to interact made it feel like I was actively engaged in all parts of it. Um, right. So so like if one area, you know, like maybe I didn't log for that day, and but then you're on the forum or, you know, you have it coming at you in different ways. I think it just keeps you engaged and motivated. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You're right on about that. It's it's so true. And even, even within uh, exactly what you described and even just for your own self, um, just sometimes just um, getting the workout in, just get, it it uh, gives you the motivation to um, make yeah. better food choices. Yeah. Know? And vice versa, it's like, okay, I ate really good. Um, I got, I'm, you know, I'm, I got my protein in. Yeah, I'm going to go to the gym now. You know, it all just like feeds. It all feeds it on each other. And it totally it does. Gets the momentum going. So, oh, that's great. I love your story. I love, I love everything you're saying. It's just you're so right on with all that. So, so did you have support from people in your life? Yeah, you know, it's really interesting. My husband's phenomenal, and he's always been a huge supporter. And um, what was interesting about this time is I said it was more about me and my own issues, so of being a pleaser. <laughs> and he's a good cook. And I told him in the beginning, I said, there are going to be times that I'm not going to eat what you guys are all eating, right, like what the family's eating. And it's not, I'm not trying, you know, I don't want to be offensive to you, but, you know, I really want to try and do this a little bit differently, and it's going to seem strange at first. And, you know, he, he was very supportive, but it was more about me setting the boundary and sort of allow, giving myself permission to do it. Um, right. And so I did, and I would, like, you know, I would have my thing, and sometimes it would be different than what everyone else was, ha you know, seeing. And, you know, I'm very careful because of the boys, and, and they're young, and, I, you know, I had food, food issues my whole life, so I really want food to not be an issue for them and to be a fuel and to be there's not good, there's not bad. It's everything, right? You do it all, you know. So I, I'm careful about the how much I talk about dieting in front of them or body shaming and all of that. But even with this, they saw me measuring and they saw me, you know, and they'd have a lot of questions. And at this point, I just said, you know, this is about me being healthy and making good choices. And um, and then they obviously could see the changes. So um, I think it was a healthy way to to let them see me. And, it, you know, and I've always been active. So I think in that respect, they, you know, I'm a good role model. But with the food, you know, that's part of it, too. Um, I mean, they're lucky. They've got these super fast metabolisms, and they're all little athletes. And so they don't so far haven't had the same issues. Um, 
Right, and their voice. <laughs> yeah, and their voice. Exactly. Exactly. Um, <laughs> totally true. And then it's interesting, though, this time, um, Roberta, which I thought was, I don't know why it was this time in particular, but I did not tell a lot of people because it was really for me. It was much more of an inward experience than I need the validation from other people to, right. to tell me I'm losing weight or to tell me I'm looking good. It was much more like I am doing this completely for me, kind of in my little bubble, um, because it's my issue of control and trying to figure out this balance. And so it was kind of fun because it was happening and then people would see me and be like, what is going on, you know? And I just say, yeah, like I'm just trying something a little different. And now it's like that it's keeping up. People are like, okay, seriously, what are you doing? <laughs> you know? Um, and, that, you know, I've definitely referred a lot of people. And, um, you know, it's definitely work. It's not like it's not you're not taking a pill and it's all going away. But it is right. absolutely manageable. And I think, yeah, and the big thing for me, too, was it's okay to be hungry. Um, It's okay, you know, and I think as people, myself anyway, are a lot of people that struggle with food, like that feeling of being hungry is uncomfortable, and you want to not feel that. (laughs) And that's where the fasting for me came into play. And I, I never was like a big, like 18, 20-hour person, but where, where it really helped me was I would probably stop eating by 7 o'clock at night, and I would not eat again to the next day till like, 11 or 12. And it was a breeze. Like, it wasn't – I didn't have to try at that, but it was just listening to when I really started getting hungry um, right. instead of force-feeding something in the morning. Um, and just by doing that, you eat less in the day. Just right. you don't have many hours to eat. <laughs> right. Um, that's, that's exactly what I found, too. Exactly. That was like the key for me at the beginning. I was like, yeah. oh, wow, I found the secret. I know. M- many meals and many fasting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It is. Yeah. And like, I and then, still, yeah. Go ahead. No, I was just yeah. saying, and I would still eat things that, you know, the forbidden foods, I just fit them in. I wasn't going to, mm-hmm. that was the other thing. I, I've done... I've done fast, I've done detox, I've done everything. And at this time, I was like, I'm not, I know me, I love food, I love all food, so I need to figure out a way to have food in my life and manage my weight. Like, that was great. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, it's so funny because sometimes, I mean, I'm sure you saw it in the forum, like people will come in, my problem is I love food. My problem is I love food. My yeah. problem is I love like, food. <laughs> I just want to start laughing. It's like, oh, Guess what? Welcome to the human race. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that's all of our problem. I mean, yeah, we love food. It's really rare. I mean, every once in a while I'll talk to someone who um, they, they'll they say they just they don't like food, like they don't like eating, and I'm like, I can't even comprehend it. But there's there are people that, and they, they just don't really care. They just, you know, just... They don't want to flavor the food. They don't want to. They don't want to cook. They don't want to do like probably like what your husband does, where you make something, and you know, and you add spices, and you want to make it tasty, yeah. and you're into all the different flavors, and you know, combining different flavors and textures and all that kind of stuff. And and there's people, there's a few people out there that just they just don't care. It's and I'm like, oh my god, I can't even comprehend. But hey, that's the way they are, and they'll just eat the plain chicken and the 
plain broccoli, yeah. and they, they just don't care. And so it's harder for them, especially if they're coaches, because I deal with a lot of coaches right now. If they're a coach, it's hard for them to coach other people because, I mean, they have no excitement for food. And it's like, well, <laughs> you kind of got to – it's part of it. <laughs> it's so true. Like, or the people that were like, oh, I was so busy. I just didn't eat today. I'm like, What? Like, I, I, I was never that busy. Like, are you kidding me? Like, I would find a way. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I mean, sometimes we do. I, I mean, I know sometimes I get really, really busy, but I'm always like, ah, oh, I can't wait. You know, and I'll, yeah. I'll have something lined up, and it's like I can't wait to go eat whatever it is, and I'm really, really busy. Because some of the work I do is just, like, really intense, and yeah. I don't get a chance yeah. to eat, and that's okay. And But I always look forward to my food. Oh, my gosh, always. Yeah. And I always yeah. want more. I always yeah. have to remind myself to stop. Okay, that's um, enough. That's your portion. <laughs> that's actually one of your things, too, that is always in my head, Roberta. It's so funny you say that because I'll be, you know, finishing up something, and I'm like, I want more. <laughs> I know. Isn't um, it like sometimes you're, like, <clears throat> like sad? Like I, I'm the same way, like, with yeah. my cup of coffee in the morning. I'm, like, sad when it's gone, and I can't drink coffee all day long because I'll feel sick. And the yeah. same – and, like, food, I'll – I, I I love to eat food that tastes good, so I make it all taste good. And so yeah. I'll eat my little portion, and I'm like, oh, I'm so sad. I'm down to the last few bites, and I'm like, I'm so sad. I want more. <laughs> I'm so like, sad it's, it's over. okay. I can have some more tomorrow. I can have some I more know. next meal. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. It's like We get to eat again. Guess what? We do. We get to eat again. It's not our last meal. I know. <laughs> So true, though. And it's funny because you do think, like, what is that? Like, you think, I'm not going to eat again, and you know that you are. Um, it's just, it is a total psycho- psychological thing. You know, mm-hmm. you just have to tell yourself, like, it'll be there. I just did this because I made this awesome homemade chili, and it was so good. And I, you know, measured it out, and I after I was done licking the bowl. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God, I'm like that. Yeah. Like, I can't get wait up. a single drop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, okay, get up and walk away. You know, that's you exactly. do have to incorporate some of those techniques. Um, you know, the the if, if people write about a lot and you read about them a lot. And I remember you said this too. Like, you can read till you're blue in the face, but you have to action. You know, you have to put it into practice. So, I say to myself, just get up, walk away, go do action. If you still want it. Um, you know, then think about it, right? But, like, in that moment, try not to make those in-the-moment decisions that I think you don't it's, – it's more it's, – it's less heady, right? Like, you're not really in the right place to make that call. Right, right. Yeah. And, and so, uh, yeah, and so the other thing is, like, after you eat, it takes a while for it to digest to, like – it's almost like your brain doesn't catch up. So it's really good to wait, like, at least an hour. If you're still hungry in an hour and you're really, really hungry, get, well, maybe you needed some more food. You know, that, you know, sometimes we estimate incorrectly on what we think we need. And so um, it's, so that it really helps when you walk away. Drink a big glass of water or tea or whatever yeah. it is or, or make some warm tea and go, you know, drink it somewhere else outside of the kitchen away from the food and, and just either do something else. Get in a conversation with someone, you know, in your family. Go sit somewhere and do that and just focus on that and the cup of tea or or some work on the computer or some chores. Just immerse yourself in something else, and yeah, you'll you'll for you're, and then an hour later you're like, oh wow, I I don't really need any more food, <clears throat> and so that yeah. really 
that really helps. I have to. Arrive, I always have to remind myself, like, no, just get up and go, and then you know the food's there. If you need it, you can come back and get some. You know, it's like, yeah. Yeah, and the, you know the other thing that was interesting too, which I know I don't know why this was such an aha as someone that's been struggling with this for so long, but it's like if I did have a heavier day of eating, even if it was unplanned, then the next day I was like, you just dial it back. Like, just think about, and that, you know, that's part of that whole, like, it's a week long of eating, or if you think about it in a bigger context, like, you can just dial it back. It doesn't, you don't, <laughs> there was just right. this switch that happened for me this time um, that I don't, for some reason, I was like, well, I was bad, you know, I ate too much today, I don't eat too much tomorrow. Like, no, you don't, you just, you can make up for it, and then you're right back on schedule. Right, Exactly. Exactly. It's this. It's not the end of the world. I mean, even if you went way over maintenance one day, which right. I mean, we just don't want to do that too often. But it's like, it's 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 not the end of the world. I mean, it really right. isn't. I mean, you just uh, just motor on, and you know, mm-hmm. we're all human. We're all human. Yeah. And we all do that. We all go over maintenance. Every, you know, even people that are really um, fit and successful and lean, you know, with their fitness stuff, they, you know, they all of us do it. You know, I have days where I go over, and I have unexpected days. I probably have more of them now than I ever used to just because I'm so lean. And right, your, right. Your hunger hormones are actually a little more intense um, when the, when you're a lean female, and so I have to deal with that. And I've learned to deal with it. I've been doing it for five years, and, you know, yeah. it's, just, it's part of the sacrifice, and it's okay. It's, like, no big deal. I have all these little tools that I just constantly remind myself you know, I can have more tomorrow. I can, you know, it's not the end of the world. I can save the day. You know, I have I have all these little things that run through my mind constantly, and it's like, it keeps me going. Yeah. I never want to go back to what I was. I mean, I know what it's like to be obese, and I, I don't ever want to go back. That's, so. that's totally it. And I think what's interesting, too, for me in this journey is I'm not totally where I want to be, but I'm in a place that I'm much more comfortable than I was when I started, and there's room for me to progress, but it's not so that it's also not the end of the world if I sort of stayed here for a little while and mm-hmm. just tried to make this my, you know, I'm, what, 20, close to 23, I think, after maybe even a little bit more after the two 12-week periods, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, 20 to 30 pounds, and it's like, let's just stay here <laughs> and maintain it for a bit because I definitely would love to get leaner and that would require, I think, a little, you know, more conscious, conscientious eating and probably more investment in the, in the working out and a different way to kind of challenge all the different muscles. And I, I know that's an option for me, but I'm also kind of living my life and I really do not feel at all restricted or deprived in any way. And I can't say that about any other program. Right. I think the only one that's probably the closest is um, Weight Watchers. It's just that I think they make it, I mean, I don't know that much about it. I, have, I actually have a friend that's um, uh, lost weight with Weight Watchers and actually is one of, you know, she's moved her way up in the levels of kind of like a coach. And we've talked uh, about maintenance and things like that. And they actually, if people apply it right, they actually teach almost the same thing. Mm, so it's interesting. It's, but it's still... But yeah, it's it's a totally different structure, and they they have some weird things with the points. And I mean, I haven't done it in years, so I don't know all the stuff. But I know that Weight Watchers can work if you do it right, just like Venus, because it's really it's it's all about 
doing the right amount of exercise and eating the right amount of food and just being sort of reasonable about right. how healthy right. it is and, and not depriving yourself of any one food group. Get everything. Get get some protein, yeah. get some fat, get some carbs, make sure you're getting fiber, um, you know, uh, all the nutrients, all the colors of the rainbow, just all those things. And if you're following all that and it's the right amount, it's going to work. Yeah, exactly. And for some reason, I don't know why, because I had done Weight Watchers too, I think at least two or three times. I think with Venus, there was just something about, in a way, it felt free. There was more freedom because you were in control. I can't explain why that felt that way to me, but um, that, you know, coupled with the the, the working out and how they they, – frame the workouts, like you said before, you know, they're just all laid out, and it just, um, I think all the elements for me just really connected in a way that other programs haven't. Right, and it, yeah. and it has to it has to connect for you, and it has to um, fit your lifestyle. It has right. To something. And you, and Venus worked for you, and, and you, and you, and it worked, and yeah. you made it work, but you made it work, you made it work. <laughs> I know, it's pretty amazing. Like even just, it's funny, I just went out um, with some friends the other night and I was wearing these like coated black jeans that were pretty fitted. And before we went out, I, you know, I kept saying to my husband, like, are you sure? He's like, oh my gosh, stop. They look, they look amazing, you know? So we go <laughs> out and these are like people I've seen along the way, but I, it's rare that I wear, you know, really form-fitting clothing and those jeans were pretty fitted. And the compliments and the, like, people are like, what is going on? Like, what are you doing? You look amazing. Like, you you know, and it's like, I mean, I think I finished the last contest at the end of August, right? So it's like, it's, an, it's like I kind of forget that I look so different. And then you get all that positive reinforcement, and it's just like, yeah, it's pretty cool, you know? It is. It is. Um, and, yeah, you do forget because it's like, you make the change and then you just keep it yeah. and then you adjust and then you're just who you are and it's not like, I mean, in most of us, it's not like we're, you know, constantly like looking at ourselves. We're just, we're busy, right? right. <laughs> we're busy right. doing whatever right. work we do and it's like you're not, you don't really see yourself the way other people see you and it's like you just you just kind of motor on and it's like your life is still kind of the same and it's not like you get the compliments like like every once in a while you'll get them like that and then you just go for a long time and then you yeah nothing it's you know so you that's not it can't be what drives you because it's like you know you're just not going to get all the attention all the time like you did when you first you know, right and even now i just said the other day like in terms of goals right because now i feel good and i look pretty good for you know for where i want to be and so then it's like well you, how do you keep yourself motivated uh, which is a, a unique place to be in for me, right? It's like not this hard charging, I have to get rid of the 20 pounds, you know, that that like it's now it's, okay, I want to improve my health, I want to get stronger, I definitely want to try to get more protein in my diet. Like there's things I want to do, but that that sense of like you have to change, right? It's not there anymore, like that weight, um, because I'm much happier about where I am right now. So it's an interesting right. place to be in in terms of what motivates you. Exactly, and in some ways, it's just a harder mindset because you're not like you're not like for me. I'm not changing. I've I've been the same for five years now, and it's like you know I might fluctuate slightly in body fat, but that's that's about it. I'm not going to gain any more muscle. 
I, you know, this is is it. And so everything I'm doing is literally running to stay in place. And Mm -hmm. it's like, someone was asking me, in fact, someone just asked me that on Facebook. I just posted a picture, I think it was yesterday. And they're like, what keeps you, you know, motivated? And I'm like, I just don't want to go back to what I was. And right. now it's a little different. I mean, I'm a role model to a lot of people, and I th- it puts a lot of pressure on me. It actually puts a lot of stress, and sometimes, you know, I get overwhelmed with um, emails and messages, and it's, I'm like, I get really stressed out sometimes, and it's like, it makes me want to eat just as much as anyone yeah. else that feels a lot of stress, and it's like, yeah. and it's it's sort of an ironic kind of stress because it's like, I mean, as far as like, I'm hungry, I'm stressed, I'm hungry, I want to eat, but at the same time, you know, i got to maintain because... Part of why I have that stress is because I'm who I am and, and I haven't let it get out. And so it's like, oh, my God, this is insane. <laughs> I, I know. I mean, I hope you do know, though. I mean, it is amazing um, how, well, at least for me personally, you know, how much you help. And I think the it really came through, for at least for the forum, for me, and knowing that, you know, people are there, and, and you always have such great counsel, and I think you make it real. You know, I think there is this, like, fantasy of people will look at you and think, oh, it's just so easy, right, for you, because you're a thin person. It's like all those assumptions and stereotypes that we all make, and, you know, I think it's all hard work uh, regardless, and, you know, you, ju- you do have to put in the, the time and energy, but it's not, it's certainly not insurmountable, and, like, I'm, I mean, anyone can do it. Anyone can do it. It's absolutely true. Anyone, literally anyone, anyone can do it. It's so true. And it's and like you were saying earlier, it's it's kind of like amazing when you realize like it's it's almost like we made it so complicated all these years. And so every once in a while, you God, it's it's really just so simple. I know. Isn't that I know. I still like I still think that sometimes I'm like, God, this is so simple. And then it's like I spend a lot of time helping people that are still like like you and I were way back when, you know, they're still like they don't get it yet. It doesn't it's not simple to them. For so many people out there it's not simple yet. It's simple to you and I. Um well, I think you can always there's always excuses. Um, you can always talk yourself out of anything and you can always justify anything. And when you struggle with this, it's easy to go to that place that it's just always an issue. It's always going to be an issue. You know, I'm an emotional eater. I'm always going to, you know, and you have to take action. I mean, it's just that's the bottom line. You have to take action. And and actually, okay, you bring up a really good point right there because – we're talking about um, motivation and how it changes like when you maintain because it's not like your body's making all these big changes anymore. It's not like you're in a contest where you're, you know, you have this right. going where you're just, you're just living your life and you have to find a way. And again, the motivation comes in the action and it yeah. builds momentum in the action. You can't just watch. You can't just think. You can't just read. You can't just listen to podcasts. You have to yeah. take action. And your motivation will come in that action, and as the results slowly start coming, and you're going for long periods of time without without even getting any results, and your right. motivation is in your action and just uh, counting those victories every day in your action. Yeah, and I think giving yourself, like, there was probably a week or two along the way where either I was sick or injured or... I was traveling or, you know, it's not going to be perfect all the time. 
And so you do the best you can with what you have, right? And, um, you know, there was one day a couple weeks ago, I had the kids were home, I had a bunch of calls, and they wanted to run up to the football field at the high school. So I took like a, <laughs> a like a stretch band that I had and just did, you know, I had a little, little fold-out card that had all the different exercises. And it wasn't probably as good as doing the weights, but I did something. And I just mm-hmm. fit it in. It's like just doing the something um, makes you feel connected to it. I think it's like once you start to let yourself slip and get far away from it, that's when the excuses seep in and you can really sabotage your own efforts. Right, right. Yeah. Gosh, you are you are one wise woman. I I I could sit here and listen to you talk. I mean, you you have this down. I love it. I absolutely uh, love it. Well, thank you. It's been amazing. And I'm I'm like I said, I'm still working on it, and I'm not I'm certainly not maintaining like a like there's still more to do. But I just um, I feel really good about it, and and I'm proud of the accomplishment, and I just want to keep it up. You know, I really want to keep with it and I think it's going to have great impact for my you know longevity for sure right and well and one of the things I love about what you said is you're 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 not getting all frustrated with um the kind of the stair step approach where you maintain for a while and then and then decide to deficit for a while and then maintain yeah I mean that's that's a perfectly uh reasonable and actually healthy way to live your life and I, I just um I really commend you for how you've um, adapted this into your life because it's really a really a healthy way to do it uh, emotionally, physically, everything. I mean, you're just I think I just think you're amazing. So. Thank you so much. I think you're amazing too. It's a mutual admiration society. Uh, yeah. So um, so now, if you had to give a new person advice, which I think you've given already really good advice, but what is one more thing that you would say that you could add to that that, um, to give a new person coming into Venus going, uh, I don't know. (laughs) I know. I I think it's just take it slow. Um, You know, I really feel like kind of slow wins the race. And, and And the idea of getting yourself comfortable with um, each part of the program. So I think I even in the beginning, the first two weeks, I just said, I'm just going to do the weights and not worry about restriction. And then once I got in that rhythm, then it was like, okay, now I'm going to worry about the restriction. It was just keeping it manageable. So you don't have that excuse of being overwhelmed. Um, And then I would also say just really utilize all the different aspects of the program because they all have different uh, benefits and so just that multi-layered approach I think really helped me and I think would help you know anybody that's new um, right. and anyone like I said I mean anyone really anyone can do it you just gotta keep stay the course that's right that's right that's good advice so now what would what would you call your biggest struggle with this whole thing like this one you know getting finally mm-hmm. getting in the groove what was your biggest struggle I think the biggest struggle, and it kind of still is, is just this fear that somehow it's going to unwind, right, um, oh, yeah. after after being at it for so long. And I think the only thing that helps that is to just stay connected to the present and doing it. So while, while after the contest, have I worked out three times every week for the last, you know, eight weeks? No. 
some sometimes it's two week two times in a week, sometimes it's one, sometimes it's three. So I think it's just keeping it your you know conscious and trying not to let the fear influence bad behavior. Um, so I would say that was a challenge you know through it is like what if what if it doesn't work or what if I can't do it? Um, and now it's like, well, what if I can't maintain it or what if it you know there's that fear of like it unwinding. Um, right, right. And that's actually, that's really, really big, especially um, especially with the food. People are like, oh, yeah. you know, and, and people, and I know I went through it, and it actually, it kind of takes a couple years to like, um, I mean, I, I, it's been five years for me now, and I'm, I'm like totally comfortable now, but it, it took me all that time to get to even where I am now, and I'm sure there's things, I, I can't think of it yet, but I'm sure there's, there's things for me to learn even as I go forward. We always learn. But the thing is, we always have fear. I mean, yeah. we, we always have fear, and it's like I still have fear, and I'm, I'm jumping into newer things now, and I still have fear. And, it, and it's so funny because I know people look at me and think that I don't have fear because they'll be afraid, you know, like this little challenge I'm doing. I'm, uh, people are posting some pictures, and, and they're so afraid of even that. Even a little private group that's never going to get published, they're afraid to post their pictures in our little group. And yeah. um, and they have fear, and, and it's like I'm trying to tell them, you know, I had that same fear, and actually you know, right now I still have my same fear of the, some of the things that I do now, and it's like you never really get rid of it. You 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 just learn how to deal with it, and you learn yeah. how to get through it. But the the fear is always there, and it's always waiting to sabotage you, and you it's a constant mental game that you just learn how to do, just like. Uh, everything else you do, you just do it. Like, you know, there's so many things you go out throughout your day that you don't feel like doing. I mean, that right. we all have it. Right. It's right. part of life. And it's and so this is just one more thing. It's just more of an emotional thing, but you just do it because it's what you're supposed to do, you know. And, and it's really the only way to grow is to be able to learn how to go beyond the fear. That's how we grow. Absolutely, and that leap is worth it. That's the other thing. Like, you don't get the reward if you don't put yourself in that uncomfortable spot. Like, you think about the weight training, and, yeah, there's some discomfort, but then look at the results, you know. So you, it's not nothing for nothing. You know, you have to put, you have to face that fear and be a little uncomfortable, and then the, the rewards do come. You have to be patient. Right, you have to be patient. And it's, um, it's almost like... Um, Everything is like little doses of stress, and you just have to take it in the amount, in the dose that you can take. So it's different yeah. for everyone, and all the, all the stress adds up. So when you work out, you're actually adding stress. When you do a calorie deficit, you're adding stress. When you're adding a uh, little extra effort doing meal planning, you're, you're adding stress. And so all these things add stress, and I, I, I like to think of it, um, for me, as I'm going through that, it's like I can only take it in certain, you know, some some weeks, like you were describing, you only get one or two workouts in. Well, guess what? That's the dose that you could take that week. Right. You just could right. add a, a more, you know, an extra dose of it. And it's just like everything else in life. It's just like a plant that gets stronger because of the wind. The wind causes the stress on the plant. Well, this, the plant gets stronger because of the wind. It, it would just, it'd be really weak if it didn't have it. You right. know, certain plants that are like that, they need the, they need the stress. They need that's a dose of stress that it gets, and it gets a certain amount in a certain climate. Well, we're the same way with everything. We're, it's just doses of stress, mm-hmm. and it 
in the stress is what makes us stronger. And even with the fasting, I mean, that's part of what they found. What they're finding is a lot of why our um, immune systems are stronger is because we've taken the doses of the stress in the right doses. Right. If you have too much, it, you know, it's going to kind of break you a little bit. So it's got to be the right dose, and it's different for each person. Yeah. Yeah, totally right. I mean, and I think that mentally you just think framing it that way, it helps. It helps to break it down and make it doable. Right. And that's like, it's exactly what you described when you were saying, you know, just do everything. Like you you broke it down and you decided you yeah. were going to just focus on the workout first and then you were going to focus on the food. And you just, as long as you stay engaged with one thing and then sometimes... And then you get you got stronger, and you're able to take on multiple doses of different yeah. uh, different medicines, so to speak. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what medicine should I choose today? Yeah. <laughs> it's the workout medicine. It's the uh, food medicine. <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, so that's a good point too about the because um, um, a lot of people don't realize that about the calorie deficit is because um, they'll like sort of get used to it, like it's the norm, normal way to eat. And it kind of falls into what you were saying about maintenance, how you're scared. Um, like people will be, yeah. they'll be scared they're going to gain it all back and they're afraid to eat normal, which is your maintenance number. That's the normal amount, right? So the calorie yeah. deficit is corrective action. It's not normal. It's actually a, a pretty big dose of stress. Right. And you can only take it, and the dosage is different and the amount is different. And that's why 1,000 calories doesn't work for everyone. Some people it works and then, um, and then, for some people, it doesn't right from the start, and so you have to learn your own body on the doses you can take. But the main point is the calorie deficit is not normal eating. It is corrective action. It is just like medicine. It is medicine to fix a health problem that we got ourselves into for getting overweight, and and that's exactly what it is. And so people don't realize that you can't continue on it. You don't just keep taking medicine. Right. And stressing yourself out like that, you you need to learn how to eat normal because that is your maintenance is what your body needs. It is right. what your body needs, and so right. it's certainly okay. And people will feel guilty because they ate up to that because. And what they'll do is they'll set the bar at whatever deficit, like say say it was twelve hundred or thirteen hundred calories, and they'll get mad at themselves because they ate fourteen hundred or fifteen hundred, but their maintenance could be eighteen hundred, and so right. they're beating themselves up. Yeah, and it's like no, 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 no! Don't beat yourself up. No, you you're, you need to you, you know you got to set the bar for what this is what your body needs, and this is the this is the calorie deficit, and anything under your maintenance is actually uh, a stress. It's medicine. It's stress. It's corrective action, and it needs to be put in that perspective so that you don't beat yourself up for being Absolutely. on a deficit because it yeah. wasn't as low as you wanted. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. crazy. That's crazy. And I think it's that whole, you know, we're so used to the, that diet kind of mentality. Where we're, That's where I think everyone in the beginning, it's like you're so hard charging and if you're just eating at 1,000 every day, it's like you can't sustain it. So you have to figure out how do you get to that balance between a week, right, of when you're kind of eating up more. Like you said, like 1,000 was really too too little. For me, I'm 5'8", um, mm-hmm. and I was going to bed really hungry. I wasn't sleeping well. It just was not, it just wasn't working. So then I just, like, a little bit, I tried to figure out, okay, I just don't want to go to bed where I, I don't mind being a little bit hungry, but where I, it's, like, keeping me up, I, it sort of was uncomfortable. Um, so you just, you do, you play with it a little bit to get to where it's manageable, but you're still seeing results. 
Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, the other thing I would say, too, that was really huge for me this time, and I think it was someone else that um, that was in a contest that said this scale, like, I did not sway myself for at least the first half um, mm-hmm. because the scale really messes with my head. And mm-hmm. this program has completely changed my relationship with the scale. Um, I don't even think about it anymore at all. Um, it's amazing. And it's freeing and liberating, and it's just the measurements and your clothes, and that's all you need. And the mirror, you know, and that's right. that from the podcast and from things you've said. And that, so if you're someone that, you know, once you get on and you get all wrapped up psychologically about that number, it may be worth not doing it for a few weeks um, and just see how you feel. Right. Right, because I yeah I went through the same thing. That, that was probably one of the things when I first was in Venus. Uh, we we didn't have nearly as much as what we had now. I mean we yeah, and um, I was just beating my head against the wall. It was probably some of my way back when some of my posts. <laughs> I was so frustrated because I was so fixated on, um, I was so fixated on the scale and my waist measurement, which is really mm-hmm. tiny for someone yeah. who. Um, five foot tall and so um, I was so fixated on it and it was it actually it took me a long time to let go of the scale and to let go of the um, waist measurement um, mm-hmm. and so I, now I really like to focus for people and I, I don't get on the scale I haven't got on the scale for years but what was really neat is when I went to the doctor because it's like when I go to the doctor even I just I turn around backwards I don't want to see it and even though I know I probably weigh 120 pounds it's like I don't want to know I just I don't want to see the scale I, I have no need to know it adds no value to my life for me to know what my weight is or what my waist measurement it, it just adds no value to me and so he, he just laughs at me because um, I, I step up backwards so that I don't see it. Like, I, I really don't want to see it. I know I'm okay. I'm, I'm totally healthy. But um, he just looked at me afterwards and he goes, I just want to tell you something. And this was just like a couple weeks ago because I just want to tell you something. I am amazed. You have come in here for the last five years the exact same weight. Wow. <laughs> and it's like, and I don't, I don't get on the scale. I, don't, I just yeah. don't get on the scale. I just, I, I, if I'm going to focus on something, it's going to be the food scale. I love right. saying that now. Don't focus yeah. on the body weight scale. Focus on the food scale. That's your it's, life raft right there. Yeah. <laughs> it's so great. Oh, my gosh. So funny. Uh, so he didn't tell me what my weight was, but I, and I don't need to know. I don't want right. to know. It's like, um, but anyway, and that, that's probably the thing that frustrates me the most because I, I literally help women, like hundreds yeah. of women constantly, and uh, when they are depressed because they got on the scale and it, it went up a couple pounds or whatever, and I'm just like, it just like, it just makes me want to throw out all the scales because I'm like, it, it makes me actually um, almost uh, sort of have a twinge of sadness when people sort of jump up and down that they that the scale went down because really in a lot of ways, I mean, I, I really only, to be honest, I only like the scale for once a month. That's it. Mm-hmm. And only for when you have a lot of weight to lose. And once you get to the last 15 pounds, I don't like even, I mean, once a month, definitely. But, in, you know, I'd, I'd like to see it just thrown out at that point because um, if people tie their happiness yeah. to the number going down and then they get sad when it goes up. And I'm like, oh, my God, they're tying their happiness to literally water flushing from their body and water, you know what I mean? water going up and down in their body. 
that they're tying their happiness to that, and it just right. makes me so sad. I just see it so much that it it just uh, not just for myself, but just for all these other people. It just makes me sad, and it makes me not like the scale. I'm just, telling I, you, yeah. <laughs> I, totally agree. I mean, we already have enough to deal with with our own happiness. Yeah. You know, yeah. to take away to have to have something so to have that thing take away your happiness. I'm just like, oh my god, I'm so mad at it. Yeah. <laughs> this is not for me. It's for all these other people. <laughs> I'm. T- I know. I totally. It was a huge. Like I said, it was just completely liberating for me, and really seemed to like open up a door. Right. Uh, right. For me to um, kind of do freedom. this. And, yeah. Yeah. It really it is. is. Yeah. 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 Well, oh my gosh, we've been talking for like an hour already. I, so. <laughs> I know. I, think, I know. I hope I didn't ramble too much. Oh, you You know what? I I just think this is an amazing interview, and I think it's going to help people. And um, yeah, and you have some good words of wisdom there. So um, I think it's probably time to wrap it up, though. Mm-hmm. So, um, so that was Teresa. And I hope you enjoyed her story. And so that's it for The Venus Factor, and we will see you next time.